What's up, good people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Running My Mouth. Today, I run my mouth about people who abuse their positions of power. I talk a little bit about white privilege. I talk about um, my thoughts and experiences on the matter. Um, I welcome your opinions, your perspectives, you know, regardless of race. Um, I think we should get an open dialogue going. I think this this is some heavy stuff that needs to be, you know, talked about. Um, I recorded this episode immediately after a bad experience I had in a new courtroom today. Uh, these fuckers basically treated me like a criminal uh, when I was there to help, you know, better their case. Uh, but yeah, y'all, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, tell me what you think. What's up, good people? It's your boy, Jerry Lee. Yo. <laughs> Let me tell you about some bullshit that happened to me today. Alright, so I'm... Look. Excuse me. I had to fire one up. So I'm... I'm not one that, that believes in this white privilege shit, particularly... At least not for me. I get that it's out there. I get it It exists. I get the viewpoint of white privilege, right? But honest to God, and I've always said this, I have never in my life experienced white privilege outside of dealing with police officers. Now... I got a pretty smart ass mouth. I'm very opinionated. And if I'm disrespected or or somebody crosses a line uh, and is disrespectful towards me or towards my family, I, I don't I I don't care who you are or what your position is or if you have a badge. I'm typically I'm typically gonna speak up against something like that. So I can get real animated, I can look real aggressive, and I know I've I've been in heated arguments and discussions with police officers, and I left it knowing that the only reason, at the very least, a gun wasn't drawn on me is because of the complexion of my skin. I'm 6'5", I'm 220, I have long hair, I have a long beard, if I were a person of color if I was darker skinned acting the way I do sometimes because we all know officers and people with power or in a position of power we all know that they abuse that fucking power we all know it when they do I let them know hey you got a badge and a gun if you didn't have those things you wouldn't be talking to me the way you are If I was a darker complexion, I could see a gun being drawn on me almost immediately. So look, with white privilege, I I know it exists in cases like that. Anything else? I've never in my life been handed anything or given an opportunity because I'm white. I grew up in projects. I went to 
you know, public schools. Um, I've been picked. I've been picked last because I'm white. Even, you know, especially in sports. And I was pretty decent, you know. I'm not going to call myself an athlete. But I was... I was decent in sports growing up, and I was still always picked last just because I'm the white kid. Um, you know, growing poor and broke and never given an opportunity to rebound from that just because I'm white. Uh, I've never seen it. Um, but anyways, so today I had court, right? So I worked security slash loss prevention for a major retail company. Um, and I had court for them today on a case with a young dude, white male shoplifter, you know, that had come in. He was doing some fraudulent returns. So I go in, and I've already been told, I've never done this before in this county. I've never done court in this county. So, you know, every county is a little different. I was already told by my partner, look, you go in, you tell everybody, hey, I represent such and such. I'm here against such and such. I need to speak with Mandy, district attorney, and you go and you sit in her office and you wait on her. I go in, I tell everybody I see with a badge. I ask where, who Mandy is, where her office is, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knew who I was, what I was doing. I'd say a dozen officers and, and people wearing suits that, that were representing the district attorney's office. They saw me lingering around this office. They saw me waiting to get in this office. So I can only assume, right? That these fucking officers saw me go in the office. More than a few of them pass the office as I'm sitting there and they see me. They don't bat an eye. They don't tell me I'm in the wrong place. They don't ask who I am. This little old, I wouldn't call her old because she was probably younger than me. So maybe her late 20s, maybe early 30s. Little white lady. Look. If you could put sound effects on her making a U-turn when she saw me sitting in that office, it would have made that skirt noise, you know, that tires make when they're, you know, peeling off. She turned so fast, I never saw her face. I never made eye contact. My, my guess is she saw this Massive human being in comparison to her. Long hair, beard. She, she thought I was a criminal sitting in her office waiting. So you know what she does? She take. She instantly turns around. She goes to you know the old ass officer that's running the metal detector, who I've already spoke to twice, who has seen me stand outside the office. And his people have seen me sitting in the office. He comes to me. He points at me. Like that, uh, you know, that poster, uh, Uncle Sam wants you. That whole military fucking poster uh, with the, you know, Uncle Sam pointing at you. You! I stand up, confused as fuck. Uh, yeah. 
what are you doing sitting in there? Um, I'm here looking for Mandy to speak to somebody in DA's office. I've already told you this. You're not to sit in there. You don't sit. You wait outside the office. You wait. Once I explained again who I was, what I was there for, then the little, the little tiny white lady, we could call her a Karen. I'm sure she's a Karen. Let's be real. Then she wants to be all sweet and kind. I'm Mandy. I'm an assistant to the DA and this such and such. She's also assistant to DA. You know, she wants to be kind and ask me what I'm here for. And yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure we're going to bring that case and hear that case today. And if you just go have a seat in the courtroom, um, we'll get right with you. Huh. Dude, I, I, I can't believe today I bit my tongue. But I was so angry. These people treated me like a fucking criminal. When I was technically on their side trying to help their case. They treated me like a criminal. And you know. You know what I left thinking? First of all I left the court. I'm not. This. This theft charge was like $26 total. The disrespect that I dealt with with these people you know white people all of them were white people of power over $26 I'm not you know so I left I left I went to you know I went to my job I talked to my boss I told them this ain't happening again I'm not doing this y'all find another representative Um, it's not you know it's not worth it for me I'm a grown man I'm not trying to be tough, but I'm grown and I have a clean record. There's nothing on my record. I haven't even got a speeding ticket or a traffic violation in, I don't know, fucking six years, seven years, maybe longer than that. It might have been 10 years, but I, I have nothing on my record. And I was there as somebody representing the supposed good side of the law. So I told my boss, I won't deal with that shit again. Y'all find another representative. I'm I'm the wrong one. I'm going to end up getting myself in trouble because I refuse to deal with the bullshit. Anyways, what I could not help but think when I left was if... That was only a percentage of what people of color deal with, with law enforcement. Let's just say law enforcement. Let's just keep it at that. We're not, we're not going to talk about race on a, oh man, there's so much that we could go over with race, racism. Uh, Let's just stick with law enforcement. We all know if, if by now, specifically white people, I am white by the way. If you haven't taken the blinders off with what people of color deal with, y'all need y'all need to get that shit y'all need to get that shit checked out. And today I only dealt with a, a very, very fucking small percentage. I 
I've I've never had the blinders on. You know, sure, there are cases where you could say, oh, if you just, you know, complied, if you just shut up, and one thing wouldn't like. There are cases like that that we can, honest to God, sit down and look at and say, yeah, okay. They could have chilled and none of it would have escalated. Yes. But there are several more cases than we want to admit as white people as a whole. There are always the exception to anything. But we... We must admit, take them blinders off and see that with law enforcement and people of power, dude, this shit is not exaggerated. This shit happens. I... Dude, I was so angry. I was so fucking mad. And embarrassed and humiliated. And people that know me, they know. It's, you're not going to embarrass Jerry. You can't embarrass him. He's not. He's pretty fucking tough. You, I mean, you can say any fucking thing. He's probably not going to get embarrassed. I was so angry because of the embarrassment and the way these motherfuckers talked to me. That I was damn near in tears. That's probably what ended up drove me to leaving was because I didn't want to look weak and like these people hurt me but these people were beyond disrespectful and I was in a position where if I corrected it the way it should have been corrected uh, you know I could have easily been I could have easily you know been been arrested but how many times has have black folks dealt with you know, law enforcement and, you know, because they look big and they look intimidating, you know, they get judged, they get stereotyped, they get drawn on. Dude, this happened to me. I'm white as fuck. Anybody that knows me, dude, Jerry, get a fucking tan. Jerry, get some sun. You white as fuck. I got a homeboy that called me a uh, sock and he referenced it because, you know, white as a sock anyways if I were black y'all I didn't I wasn't disrespectful to nobody I didn't raise my voice to nobody I was uh, yes sir no sir yes ma'am no ma'am like I was respectful I was professional Um, I wasn't not only was I representing myself I was representing who I worked for like What if I was black, though? A massive black dude, long hair, beard. I'm not going to say I'm massive. I'm 6'5", 220. I mean, that's a big human being, but I don't think that should automatically, you know, scream, he's going to hurt me. Like, I, I bet that, I bet that, I bet that old ass cop would have not only pointed at me if I were black and asked what are you what are you doing in here he'd have probably had his hand on his fucking gun he'd have probably been ready to draw huh y'all I don't just a small percentage man I I feel bad for people of color that, that deal with bitch made ass people like that you know, who are intimidated, intimidated and scared, you know, 
And if I were black, y'all, I know that situation would have been worse. They they wouldn't have, wouldn't have given me the benefit of the doubt. We probably never would have got to the stage where the little white girl, you know, all of a sudden turned sweet and kind. Let's let's be honest, y'all. We we it'd probably been different. I I didn't say or do anything to anybody. Didn't look at anybody crazy like. Again, I only dealt with a small percentage. For you, you know, people of color, specifically, you know, blacks and Hispanics, y'all y'all deal with bitch-ass people like that all the time, and it's a damn shame, man. It's sad. It ain't right. But, hey, it ain't going to change until, you know, I, I think black folks are doing their thing, marching about, you know, the things that they believe in, and, you know... Yeah, there's been some crazy situations, you know, where people got hurt, people died, things were set on fire, yada, yada, yada. We, yeah, I get all that. I'm not saying all of it was right. But they're fighting for what they believe in because they've tried to be, you know, quieter, polite, pol- more polite, more calm about it in the past, and it got them nowhere. I think until white people are ready to speak up, Stand up and get this shit out in the open so we can all have an open dialogue and talk about this shit. It's just, it's just gonna, this world's just gonna get worse and filled with more hate, you know, more pain. <laughs> I, I think, haven't we had enough of that shit, man? Like, but hey, I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna keep talking about it. I'm not scared to talk about it. I'm open to listening to, you know, black folks' perspective. I'm open to listening to white folks' perspective. But right is right and wrong is fucking wrong, man. And we need to open our eyes to what's, you know, what's wrong nowadays. But hey, y'all, don't want to take up uh, any more of y'all's time. Um, That's it. I appreciate y'all. Uh, hey y'all thank you for tuning in to the second episode of running my mouth i think i kind of ran my mouth a little bit too much there maybe rambled a little bit too much i was a little emotional y'all it was right after that crazy shit you know my thing was (laughs) bro if if you weren't wearing that badge you didn't have that gun you wouldn't talk to me like this outside of this building you know it i know everybody here knows it you know, I also had to put myself in, you know, somebody else's shoes, uh, a person of color's shoes. You know, I had to, you know, had I acted on that, could have got worse. But had I been a, a different color, different shade, different skin tone that happened to be a little darker, things would have got a lot more serious and we all know it. Um, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Even if it's only two of y'all out there, I appreciate y'all tuning in regardless. Y'all be good.